Hello, and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. You know, my mic is really live today. It's so funny because I am not, like, I'm not, I'm my own engineer, I'm my own sound tech, I'm my own recording person, I'm my own editor, I'm my own web designer, I'm my own all the things, fundraiser, data entry person, etc. <laughs> but it's funny because I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know everything about all of those things. So it feels like my mic, despite having identical settings, sounds different on different days for reasons that I do not under- understand. I don't understand. At some point, maybe it would be good to figure that out. But I don't know what it is. Anyway, I'm happy to be talking to you on this very live sounding mic today. Um, and to tell you that things are back to normal, blog cast wise, there will be a song at the end. I've been working on it pretty much all week. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, actually it was good to take a little time, partly just to get my, you know, my calluses aren't back, 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 but they are, uh, returning enough that I can, you know, play this particular song. Um, but also like, when I really take a little time with a song, there, there's a way where it becomes a little bit more internalized. Like if I'd recorded it uh, last week when I was working on it, I would have had to sort of like each verse, would have I would have been reading it. It wouldn't have been like in me. Like there's a way where I understand the structure of this song a lot better for having just been sitting with it for the week. Well, and working on it too, but just like, oh, I understand things about the structure of the lyrics and the song that I, that I didn't quite, I wasn't conscious of before. So I'm, I am sorry that there wasn't a song last week, but I think it's going to be for the best. (laughs) Um, so today's blog is called Anger is My Superpower. Until my mid-twenties, I would have sworn to you that I did not feel anger. And I didn't. I didn't experience what I felt as anger. Mostly I cried. There were tears, lots and lots of tears. And since I thought tears meant sadness, what I felt was sad, not mad. Anger was so foreign to me during my prime acting years that I worried about playing parts that required me to be angry. I could play anything but anger. My, how times have changed. Now anger is my superpower. All my life, I'd been trying to avoid it. I'd pushed aside any hint of it, suppressed it, repressed it. Then, through this very blog... I began to express some of the things I was frustrated by, injuries that made me upset. And then I reached a breaking point and wrote a very angry blog post. That anger led to the most views I have ever gotten. Again and again, I find that when I let loose my anger, the world responds positively. Some folks appreciate the quiet, considered, intellectual-type analysis of things, but the angry posts are the hits. The angry posts have fire in them. 
Anger fueled my return to the theater after a year's absence. Anger writes me songs. Anger gets me moving. In their recent books on anger, Rebecca Traster and Soraya Shamali both discuss the stigma against anger, how everyone has always said that anger is bad for you, when in fact it is the reverse. Anger can be very, very good. Soraya Shamali talks about her search for anger management for women and how all of those classes are really for men. The anger classes women need are how to access our anger, how to feel it, how to direct it, how to use it. There is a profound release in expressing anger, whether it be on the page or in person. Simply acknowledging its existence is powerful. For a lot of women, the simple act of declaring our anger is profound. Traster pointed out that almost every woman she talked to for her book would at some point declare that her anger had passed, that she was angry, past tense, and then she channeled it into action, and she wasn't angry anymore. I will tell you right now that this is not true for me. I am angry. I was angry. I am still angry. My anger moves in waves, and some days I am angrier than others, but this is all current, and I am not about to push my anger down again. It is fuel for me. It makes things happen. Sure, it may make me seem like a stereotype of a feminist, the kind we have all been declaring we're not like, the kind so many women would like not to be, but I really don't give a damn. Those badass angry ladies were, and are, fierce warriors, and they were fighting for rights that I have benefited from. I should be so lucky to be seen in their ranks. I may still look nice and approachable and accommodating to the outside eye. I still smile broadly. I still look friendly. But I tell you what, I don't mind walking down dark streets anymore. Part of me is waiting for some asshole to try me just so I can unleash all my fury on him. I learned a nice trick involving a key to the eye recently and my fingers itch to use it. I mean, not really, of course. I don't really want to be attacked. But anger is getting me through my days and nights unmolested. It is getting me out of bed in the morning instead of sinking into hopeless despair. It's getting me fans on the internet. I wouldn't go back to my earlier life without anger for anything. Life with anger is immensely more powerful and rich than life without. Is this possible for everyone? Nope. Getting to feel and express anger is a privilege. Both Shamali and Traster point out how this kind of expression is not possible for the vast majority of women. Women of color are especially prevented from expressing their anger from multiple sides. So, since it is my privilege to be angry, I feel it is my obligation to use my righteous anger on others' behalf and to express it every way I can to at least be a vicarious channel for others who are not permitted the space to be angry. For those who don't feel like they can be angry, I can be angry for them.
I am angry for all of us. So uh, Soraya Shamali just had a TED Talk come out. I think she gave it in November, but uh, she just posted it on Facebook. So I think it's probably just been released, um, which where she sort of summarizes the her book, Rage Becomes Her. So might I recommend that to you? It's maybe 14 minutes long. Um, and I think uh, is a really great kind of quick take on the book. So if you don't have time to read it or you can't get your hands on it, you can watch the video. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but it's, it's something to do with um, women and rage and uh, Soraya Shamali. And while you're on the internet uh, watching this great video, please please do enjoy it. Um, you can check out my brand new Patreon page um, because it turns out that you know the way Patreon kind of started with this pay per post way of doing things that you know privileged um, stuff that people made on the internet. And so because I got on board Patreon really early, that's the only way they had. And in recent years, they've come up with this other model, which is kind of a membership model where people just, you know, pledge a certain amount of, of money per month. Um, so um, I, I now have two pages. I have one that's the pay per post model and this brand new membership model. So if you feel like you want to support me on the regular um, it doesn't have to cost you a lot. You can do it for two bucks a month. And that's like buying me a coffee. Like not even every month. You can buy me, I mean, the, at least New York prices. <laughs> you buy me a coffee every two months with that. Um, yeah. Anyway, so if you feel like you want to throw in some, some dollars to that um, adventure, um, please join me. Right now I will send you, if you become a member, um, now on that page or either page actually it doesn't matter which um i will send you the best of the blog zine and also um uh some music so all of the songs that i recorded for the blogcast last year are um collected on a giant playlist that i have it's about two hours worth of music um, and I'm not putting those out into the public because I have not purchased the licenses to do so. Um, but I am sending them to all my patrons. Um, so if you join um, this month, I will send that to you as well. And that's like two hours worth of music. So um, if that is interesting to you, join either of the Patreons. Um, the paper post is Emily R. Davis. So patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis. And the new one, the membership model, is patreon.com slash Emily Rainbow Davis. And those of you who are regular listeners to the podcast will recognize that I am using my full name. Um, so yeah, so join if you feel like it. Um, there's now also a Kofi uh, support thing. I think that's how it's pronounced. It sh maybe is coffee because they're always saying buy a coffee for your creators, but they spell it with a K. I don't know. I would love your information on this point. They, they actually don't say. <laughs> um, but Kofi is basically, Kofi, coffee, I don't know what the hell, um, is, is basically direct to PayPal. So, you know, it's all connected um, in its complicated ways. <laughs> oh, and good news um, for those of you who have been paying attention to the um, helping me keep 
some songs up on Spotify and various digital distribution platforms. Um, I raised enough money to keep the first album up. So the resistance songs for the struggling artist should stay up for at least another year. Um, and, and there's maybe, I think $40 towards the next album staying up. Uh, so, you know, as the months tick by, we, we, we might get there. We might be able to keep it all up online. So thank you to, um, an anonymous donor, especially for helping me uh, keep that music up. I appreciate it. So anyway, that is all that. And now, uh, the song. So the song is, um, it's called Angry Johnny and it is by Poe, um, for those of you who missed her in the 90s, um, she's delightful. I think she's a really remarkable uh, artist. And I feel like there was some drama with her about uh, her record label and getting dropped and then not putting, getting – anyway, I, I, I can't remember what the details are, but we haven't heard from her in many, many years, um, I think, because of all of that, which is a shame because I think she has a lot to offer. Um, this song – uh, you'll recognize is actually maybe more appropriate for the previous blogcast for the one about violence. <laughs> um, but it does feature the word angry in it. So it is also appropriate for this one. Um, but if you need to like listen to the other one and then listen to the song together, I think they might go hand in hand a little bit, a little bit more, um, directly. Um, but yeah, it's called Angry Johnny, and um, in searching for the chords for it, I found this kind of uh, alternate version of the song that I hadn't heard before that is, it's not the album version of it. I'm not sure, there, there aren't any details on the on the video that I saw about what, what it is or where it came from, but I'm, I'm grateful to, I don't know, the, the process of discovery for getting to hear this other version, which um, I think influenced this recording um, a fair amount, actually, which is, that's kind of neat. Um, and I have questions. This song makes me think about how um, killer women are often uh, very attractive. Like, this song is really sexy, and she's singing about how much she wants to kill somebody. Um, and and the I, it's clearly intentional. Also, the sort of um, double entendre. It's not even. I'm not sure it even qualifies as double entendre. But um, I guess it does. It does. It does qualify. But it, it's it's very direct. Like it has a real clear femme fatale vibe. And I'm I'm now very curious about why we have femme fatales. Like why is it that we find women who want to kill men attractive or why men find women who want to kill them attractive, I guess is my big question. Um, this is also connected to when I was taking this archetype mask class, um, there's an archetype of this kind of seductive character and the, in the entire, like she has this kind of underlying, I don't know, just disdain for everyone I was like, that's so weird that we find that attractive, <laughs> that that is somehow seductive to be absolutely disdained and loathed. I don't know. I'm very curious about it. But 
in any case, this is um, Poe's song, Angry Johnny. Jezebel in hell I want to kill you 
Jezebel in hell I want to blow you away Everybody here doesn't feel okay Where'd my pleasure go When the pain went through me Where'd my happiness go This force is running me I want to kill you. 